0: Welcome, this is Daily Habits with Suzanne Goldston. When I decided I wanted to launch this podcast platform, I wanted to lead with something edgy and real, something that is relevant in everyone's life. And as weird as it might seem, death was what I came up with. So up next, we will talk about death. But first, a little bit about me. For the last 20 years, I've been teaching and practicing yoga, meditation, breathwork or pranayama, and working with energy of all kinds. Balance and harmony is very important to me and I cultivate it using my psychic gifts and journeying into the unseen realms for guidance and information. I love purposeful play with crystals and stones and sacred geometry and creating vibrational elixirs for everything you can think of. I definitely pay attention to the stars and planets and love astrology and I like to connect with the elements earth, fire, water, wind and ether in all kinds of ways. I've been through a lot of experiences and taken a lot of opportunities and chances and think I have something worth sharing. It's my hope that I can make a positive contribution in your day. If you want to take the next step, visit SuzanneGoldston.com. Thanks for listening. My life, my plans for my life, my consciousness, and my soul changed forever recently. Up until this experience... I would have said that 2020 had been a truly phenomenal year for me and the work I'm here to share on the planet, and I would still say that. But September 13th changed everything. I had the most shocking, traumatic, and extremely stressful experience of my life. It never crossed my mind that something like that could happen to me. After a truly blissful night together, A man I have been with for 15 plus years died suddenly as we were in bed together. Even as I say that, I can still hardly believe this happened to me. I'm a word freak, so I don't use the word traumatic frequently or lightly because I understand the energy and power words have to influence absolutely anything and everything in ways we want and in ways we don't want, depending on our skill, awareness, and consciousness in choosing those words. Nevertheless, trauma is most definitely the appropriate word for my experience. Of course, it's a deeply personal and private experience. But if I can, I want to use it to help other people because I know I'm not the only one to have an experience like this. I'm sure I might be like many of you and that I had never really been with someone when they die, much less the way Mark's death took place. It is only recently that I can use the word death instead of passing. Again, this is my connection with the energy of words. Of course, Mark's death involved emergency services, various law enforcement officers, and the coroner, the authorities, if you will. On top of the devastating realization that my beloved was gone, I had to deal with all these people in my home, in my sacred space, poking around for clues to what law enforcement called a potential crime scene. What the hell? When the officers said that, another level of shock and stress descended on me. Not only was every part of my being in complete overload, but true to the surreal nature of the whole thing, law enforcement thought they could be investigating a crime. Really? It never occurred to me that I would be a suspect in this tragedy, because I was completely lost in trying to digest that something like this could be and actually was happening. I was in a state of complete shock that Mark was gone. And on top of that, I was a suspect in his death. I understand law enforcement has a job to do, and I'm sure it can be a thankless job. And I know crimes are committed, but being treated like you had something to do with the death of your loved one is truly indescribable. It added an additional level of stress and shock. To a situation that was already deeply traumatizing law enforcement actually came out of my house with holy ash salt for my neti pot and teeth whitening gel and said what is this like i was a drug addict i was barely able to function or think i was in deep shock i told them flatly i had nothing to hide I said, take whatever you want back to your lab for testing. There was a slight shift in the energy then, and they were more respectful of what I was clearly going through. But how many people are put through this charade unnecessarily? Isn't there a better, kinder, gentler way to handle such a difficult situation? There has to be. I felt deeply violated by their presence in my most sacred places in my home poking around in my stuff trying to find something to prove i was responsible in some way it's hard to believe the number of personnel there were there were truly needed and it felt intimidating they made me leave my own house and sit outside i kneeled right by my front door. Everyone wanted me to go sit somewhere else, but I refused. I told them this had brought me to my knees, literally. I told everyone I was waiting right there until Mark's body was removed, that I wanted to stand in honor of who this man was in my life. And it was really one of the hardest things I've ever done, but it was what he deserved. As the stretcher passed me at the front door with his body on it, the reality of it all was inescapable. I have spent much time in reflection about the incredibly powerful, helpful, loving, selfless impact this man had and still has in my life and my gratitude for the time we had together. Of course, it wasn't perfect, but what is? What I learned about myself is priceless. And even though I'm sad, I've chosen to focus as much as possible on gratitude for who he was, the time we had, and the deep love we shared. The question for me has become, how can my experience help someone else? I know that my life experiences are my opportunities, my teachers, and if I look deep enough, I will find the soul growth that each experience is offering. And I am committed to soul growth. I know that is one of the primary purposes of my existence. Because of that commitment and that framework for my life experiences, The soul growth is always revealed. Most of the time it comes in pieces and sometimes even years later an insight drops in that was not apparent originally. So make a point of looking for the soul growth in every experience you have. It is there. It may be hidden but you will find it if you sincerely want to and are willing to take a deep, honest look at yourself. My soul has grown in many ways from Mark's death. My conscious choice to take what could be considered a negative experience and turn it into something positive is a powerful skill and growth I am still working on, clearly. Also, How will you respond to situations you can't change? This is a question that was raised in an ayahuasca experience I had last year. Still, I am answering this question. And there's much more we will continue to explore. Also, it could be helpful to know what will happen if you call 911. Nothing will ever prepare you for an experience like that. And honestly, I was petrified to call 911 because I knew Mark didn't believe in our medical system and would never want extraordinary measures taken to save his life. A part of me also knew he was gone. So with utter fear and disbelief, I made that call, which means law enforcement is going to show up whether you called them or not. And let's face it, dealing with law enforcement is inherently stressful. What helped me the most was having my sons there to support me and be with me. It made all the difference having them there. Thank you for listening to Daily Habits today. I hope you received something that can make a difference in your life and will join me tomorrow as I continue to talk about this experience and the topic of death until then be kind to others the planet and yourself namaste